BMW. The 77%. Hello and welcome to the 77%, where you and I get to hang out and talk about things that interest you, young Africans. I am your host, Michael Oti, coming to you from Bonn, Germany. On today's show, we are talking about how rich and poor kids view themselves and their ability to make it in life. If you, your father is rich or your family, most of the times you will have the access to the education that you want if you graduate. With or without the requirements, you might be assured that you will have the opportunity to um, further your education. We'll also be talking to young South Africans on how they see economic opportunity. Basically, poor would be anything that's far less than what I am. It's basically someone who's far below my tax bracket. Hmm. Is it so wrong to try to jump into the other lane? We'll be finding out on today's show, Rich Kid versus Poor Kid. There is no 77% without you. So go onto our Facebook page, DW Africa, and tell me what you think. I really want to hear from you. There's a grain of wisdom. No matter what they tell you, the only lies that exist are the ones you choose to believe. And there is one truth, only one truth, and it lives inside of you. Keep digging deeper, keep reaching higher, strive to reach your full potential, never belittle yourself, cause you were meant to expand into every corner of your soul. Quit playing small, it don't suit you at all, why would you deny the light that you could shine? We need you to share the greatness you carry in every corner of your soul. No need for mediocrity, the world has seen enough of it, people compromising with their hearts, you don't have to do We start the show with a comment from Rubin Saar on our Facebook page. He says, They used to tell us education is the key to success. But when we completed school, we realized that the keys are in the pocket of our politicians in Africa. <laughs> This is very witty, but it's also true. I was told the same, that working hard in school will give me success. But the truth is that there are many who complete school but do not find any jobs. First, let's head to South Africa where our correspondent, Tuzo Kumalo, is standing by with a panel of young people. What do South Africans think, Tuzo? Hello, Africa. Welcome again to our another episode of 77% where we deliberate on issues affecting the youths. I'm Tuzo Kumalo in Johannesburg. In today's topic, we are asking the question, how deep is the economic divide between the rich and poor children in South Africa and, of course, uh, in Africa uh, in general? Is poverty a choice? Do the rich and the poor have equal opportunities in life? Can you move from being poor to becoming rich or you are stuck there for life? To discuss this topic, I've got four young people here with me and I'll ask them to introduce themselves. Uh, greetings to you all. My name is Lita. Um, I'm a student at the University of Johannesburg. Thank you. Uh, greetings to all. I am Tamara and I am a student at the University of Johannesburg. Good day, um, Tlotle Homangole speaking, and I'm also a student at the University of Johannesburg. I'm 20 years old, doing my second year, and yeah. Uh, I'm Luto, also in the University of Johannesburg, 
uh, doing my second year, also 20 years old. We're talking about the rich and the poor. And my first question will be, how do we identify a person as rich or poor, especially children? We're talking about you guys, young guys. How do we identify you? What sort of criteria do we use to say, I think he's stinking rich or terrible poor? Let me start with you, Little. Uh, it's material. That's the first and foremost part. Like We always determine and judge whether a person is rich or poor by the material that they possess. Then the other part, which is kind of in hindsight from the rest of the people, which is like the opportunities that the person gets to be exposed to, also kind of determine how rich or poor the person is. Then, of course, if you're poor, it means you have less of those material possessions. And do you agree? I do agree. It's for us to, to just be able to consider you as one who's rich, we look at what you have like yeah. materialistically. And so maybe getting to know you better... That's when I'll start seeing, okay, so your parents, you actually at this job because your parents put you in and all of that. What do we exactly mean by material things? Can we, can we talk about it? Let's be specific here. The cars, the money, the place you stay, the whatever you can afford, materialistic chains, be it whatever, shoes, or you might not be into shoes or whatever, but whatever you can buy and grab... I assume that is what they mean by materialistic. And I do agree that it comes from being rich if you have materialistic materialistic things, it is you are seen as a rich person. So yeah. The only lad in the house, do you agree? Absolutely. I absolutely agree that um we define ourselves rich when we have a lot of materialistic things. Um, also how you dress, how you live your lifestyle, basically. Let's now talk about opportunities. I'll start with the ladies now. As a person coming from a background that's not so well up, do you have same opportunities in life with a child or a friend coming from a rich family? And why would you argue that the opportunities are not the same? if you go to the same university and maybe attend at the same school? I do think that we all have equal opportunities, poor or rich. And the opportunity that we all have is the opportunity to study at um, the same universities. Is that a, a, a fair reflection, Lita? Even if we go to the same university, but a rich kid probably has some... Um, help or assistance otherwise in case of maybe mental help with their studies they have better opportunities outside the place of schooling to them school is not something that's mandatory it's you know they do it out of choice and there's a vast other opportunities that the poor kids don't get to be exposed to that rich kids get to be exposed to so definitely the opportunities are not the same how deep is this economic divide between the rich and poor children. Do you see the differences or it's just the same? There's a very big difference. I think if you look at it, you will see that, for example, to go back to the opportunity thing, when you're a student, poor student, you are all dependent on education in South Africa. You're going to pass, you're going to get your degree, but you still won't get a job. As a rich person, as you go to school, you already have a job that's waiting for you. And 
you, it's kind of hard when you're poor to reach the top. Is it a bad luck to be poor? No one would want to be born poor. In a way, it feels like a curse to a, certain, <laughs> to a certain extent that, okay, I didn't choose this. Yeah. And already, like, I'm like 20 points down. Is it a blessing to be rich? Is it something that you long for? That you can die for? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, absolutely. Being rich is a blessing. Yes. Because you have more opportunities and you have advantage in life. Indeed, no one wants to be poor. But the reality is that some people have more opportunities than others. Let's head to the Gambia to find out what people think about this very interesting topic. Not everyone that's privileged can end up having the best life that they expected to have because life is full of unexpected events. If you, your father is rich or your family, most of the times you will have the access to the education that you want. If you graduate with or without the requirements, you might be assured that you will have the opportunity to... Um, further your education, you might even travel to do to get some experience and garner more knowledge. I think that will really help you to secure a better future compared to the underprivileged kid who usually don't have all of those things and might back off in on his or her education. Being successful doesn't depend on being rich. Like a lot of people, you might see a lot of people who are rich, but basically they are not successful in life. They might have fortune here and there, but to be successful is, is, is more than being rich. It's, it's something that you can have from having peace and tranquility, you know, having people that you love around you. It's not basically based on riches or stuff like that. To be um, successful in life, it needs more than being rich. Money today is controlling, and we all know that money can influence. So uh, somebody from a rich background, financially rich background, can have uh, an advantage, an edge over somebody who is from a poor background because opportunities like those people that are assessing your success when it comes to job or something else, they can even be bribed by the rich family spirit. So there's a lot of opportunity for those that come from a, a privilege, like a, a very rich background. So that is what people in the Gambia think. Across Africa, the gap between the rich and the poor is getting wider. Some kids who are wealthy may inherit from their parents. But for poor kids, what can they inherit? Tuzo, take over. This is Tuzo Kumail in Johannesburg. We are looking at the economic divide between the rich and the poor children in South Africa and Africa in general. And my guests are... Alita. Tamara. Luto. Now we want to look at being rich and the chances that you have in life. Being poor and the chances that we have in life. Are your destinations already sealed? Or you think there's something you can do to change that? Yes, there's something you can do about changing. Work hard. And if you're a lady and you marry a rich person, is it something that you can plan to say, okay, I want to change my destiny <laughs> and not find a man who can change my destiny? Well, you can. I, I think most black moms wants their children to marry rich. I think it's a black <laughs> tradition. <laughs> That's the wish of every girl. To yes. Marry and what do you think? I don't know how to feel about it because I feel like it would make it kind of hard to marry a woman who just wants to marry rich. 
our thinking isn't the same, like our priorities aren't the same and things like that. Yes. Little to you, <laughs> supposing you're thinking rich, yeah. what is in the mind of a rich person when it comes to associations, friendship and maybe marriage? Maybe to a rich person's mind, it's not about what material possessions does the partner possess. So I think rich people have gone past that level of thinking. They're just thinking, well, can I just find someone who's going to love me, right? Which then presents an opportunity to the poor so, right, they can get the opportunity now to get married to them because they are not looking for what they have. They're just looking for them, right? So that's usually the case. But let me push that further and say sometimes... You reach, you high quality, you meet ministers, you don't know somebody's going to embarrass you. It's about going out there and looking for the opportunities and not be timid or content about the state of poverty which you are in. So most certainly, in as much as, as a rich person, I might not look for another rich counterpart, but I would certainly look for someone who has the right mindset who's going to feature into my lifestyle. Yeah. Yes, you want to say something? Okay, what, what could be a poor woman? Basically, poor would be anything that's far less than what I am. It's basically someone who's far below my tax bracket. Is it your thinking as well? Like, the way I think of it in my head, nah, um, I want to be able to go to, to like a dinner with all my business partners and I don't want my wife to just be quiet. <laughs> like, when, we, when we're talking about important things, yeah, and she's quiet, you know. From what they are saying, uh, let me come to you. Do the poor resent the rich or the rich resent the poor? Do they go along well or there's some resentment taking place? I wouldn't say they don't get along. I wouldn't say they get along also because I think it's, it depends on the person and where you grew up and who brought you. I don't think you can hate someone from being born into a different world than you. Yeah. They didn't choose to be born there and... You didn't choose to be born where you're born, so it doesn't really make sense for you to hate me because I was born in a different world than you. I understand that some things you might resent mm -hmm. about me or you might resent about my where I am in life, but I didn't choose to be born in a <laughs> house full of money. I didn't choose to be born in cars. I didn't choose to be born... And I, you didn't choose also to be born in a shark or in a in a shark or whatever, but it is what it is. I don't think like even the resentment it's something that physical or that people really do, but it's like an intangible wall that's always built. So if you walk into a class and you see that okay, this is a crew of rich people. If you know you're not in that class, you don't want to mingle with them because you're not gonna afford that lifestyle. So they probably gonna be like. Every time, let's go to Rosebank. Every time, let's go to Santin. You know you're not going to fit in. So you kind of push yourself away from that. Not that you're resenting, but you're just understanding your economic status. From South Africa, let's jump straight onto our Facebook page, DW Africa. And in one, Carson says that Paul Bia of Cameroon has been telling us this sermon for 40 years. That is, work hard, go to school, and you become successful. But he has refused to step down and give way for younger people. That is Enwa Carson's comment on our Facebook page. As I said at the start of this program, there is no 77 without you. So go onto our Facebook page, tell us what you think. It's DW Africa. But the question here is this. Is there anything that can change one's economic status? 
Let's find out in the final part of our debate in South Africa. Tuzo, the mic is yours. It is um, the discussion that we're having with youth here in South Africa about uh, the rich and the famous and the poor and uh, the divide, economic divide between the two groups as we are about to come to an end. We want to find out what you think, what you think, what is your opinion about uh, this topic. You grow up in a family. The, the most valuable asset that your father owns is a bicycle. Mm -hmm. They don't have a proper house. So when you grow up, you still have to try and get a car, try and buy your, uh, your house. There's no family business. Really, you'll die before you get richer. I don't think so. I've seen from reading or from whatever people that have changed their situation. I just think it takes longer yeah. when you're poor because a rich person has something that they just have to maintain the richness. A poor person has to get it. If it's going to take a rich person or someone who's coming from a well-off family two years, it's going to take you a little bit longer. Sometimes until you die. Yeah. Exactly. But then you've changed the situation for your children. Elita, is it true that uh, the destiny for the rich is guaranteed for the rich children? There's two things that needs to be done with wealth, right? It's either you maintain it or it decreases or you multiply it. So I don't think in any of these parties there's a leverage for reluctance. So whether you are rich or you're poor, you either have to maintain the wealth or multiply it or increase it. I think it's all about like having to work hard maximizing the opportunities that are there as a student, as a worker. If it means working two or three jobs, you have to do that. The biggest problem is we as black people, we plan for the next weekend, whereas white people plan for the next generation. Tamira, let me get you to give us a conclusion uh, together with him. What would you say to children that are poor? Is it the end of the world? Okay, firstly, I'd say... Do not compare yourself to others. Focus on yourself. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane, she says. And what would be your advice? Also to the rich? <laughs> to the rich, it would just be, when you have an abundance, I believe in just like empowering those who don't. On a bigger picture, it's just like you're making someone else better and you're just making the world a better place. You've heard yourself from the young people, they are saying nothing's permanent in this life. If you're rich, try to care for the poor. If you're poor, stay on your lane, stay focused. You can change your destination. This is Tuso Kumalo in Johannesburg. Give us your comments and tell us what you think about this. Bye for now. So interesting, nothing is permanent, meaning that if you're born poor today or you come from a deprived background, maybe hopefully with hard work, and applying yourself in school, maybe you can actually make it because that's what our panel is saying in South Africa. Sadly, we have come to the end of today's show. But before I go, here is some music from Benna Boy featuring Chris Martin. This is titled Monsters You Made off his latest album, Twice As Tall. You can listen to this show and previous editions by visiting dw.com forward slash Africa. In the meantime, keep the debate going. I am Michael Oti, and thanks for listening.
that is fake How could they smile if you look around and surrounded by pain I seen the skies into gray It took the light from the day It's like the heads of the state Ain't comprehending the hate That the oppressed generation